Welcome back to the Charged Up Show. In this episode, we get to talk to OHL veteran Eric Uba, who is currently playing for the Guelph Storm. Throughout this episode, we run through his hockey career so far and see what it's like to live in Flint. This episode was brought to you by Holistic Hockey. Holistic Hockey offers on-ice skill development, including development with skating, stick handling, and shooting. If you're looking to gain an edge this summer, call or text Tyler Ertle at 519-501-2971. Hope you enjoy this episode. Please welcome to the guest, Guelph Storm forward, Eric Uba. Hey guys, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. I don't know if you saw, but I posted a TikTok on your goals last night and actually did pretty well. Uh, really? Yeah, I don't know. I don't see that. How many views? It's over a hundred. It's I don't know. It's over a hundred likes. I don't know. The, over hundred likes. And I posted at like eleven last night, so I haven't even checked it since like nine a.m. Let me just check but right now. It's doing pretty well. I didn't even see that. It was the goal. Well, I'm assuming. I'm. I'm sure you didn't see it. <laughs> uh, it's not like viral or anything. But um, it was a goal against Hamilton. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I Have you seen? Did you see it, Key? Yeah, yeah. It's only at six hundred, but it's growing. It's going fast. Six hundred views. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. The it's like, a lot of like, yeah, the like ratio is up. But anyways, how's how's it been back on the ice? Have you been out there at all? Yeah, I've been skating for the last three or so weeks, uh, like two to three times a week, which isn't bad. But definitely the first. First week was tough. I don't think I've gone that long without skating. Like it's probably four months without skating. I don't think I've ever done that in my life. So it's nice to kind of get back to normal with gyms opening up and you know ice time. So it's good to get back to like the summer routine that I'm used to. At least it's like it's one of those things where everyone's going through the same thing. So everyone's yeah, exactly. feeling that. So it's not like like you you definitely I'm sure get that sense of falling behind, but not not as much when there's like everyone else doing it right yeah everyone's everyone's kind of in the same boat there's not much you can control so mm-hmm. definitely and it's, it's just who's been on already like uh my first time on i already like farls and stuff had already been on and they're chirping me because i'm falling or whatever but then yeah. today i've had a couple of weeks and there's kids their first time and you're like you can tell it's their first time on the ice i know it's brutal it sucks we've all been there but let's get right into hockey and I played as a 16-year-old for Paris this year in Junior C. And um, some people look at Junior C as, like, obviously not the strongest league. And yeah. obviously, you'd rather play Junior B. But what's your opinion on that? Obviously, you could have played major midget. What was that like? Yeah, so after that year, my minor midget year, I thought I had a good year. I think, you know, my skating didn't really keep up with the junior level. But I thought I'd be able to play Junior B, and that was what I was hopeful for. But... You know, with the Junior B rules back then, like you, you're kind of locked to one team. But now I think that's changed. Yeah. Where you can kind of move around. So, you know, it didn't work out in my uh, Kitchener for the Dutchman. So then I, you know, I kind of air showed some interest. And, you know, I think they probably run the best Junior C program out there. So, and which is why they got promoted to junior b so i was happy to play there and my brother he was a 96 so that air team had a lot of players that my brother already played with so i was familiar with so that made it easier for sure and just like the program they run there like it's like the staff the coaches they're amazing i can't say a bad thing about it and definitely grateful to have played 
junior C that year and early over playing midget. I think the experiences I've had with that were, you know, memorable. Winning the Schmaltz Cup with that team, we uh, I think we played probably 24 playoff games or no, I think it's eight series, four, and then the Schmaltz Cup is four series. So that playoff run alone it was just really memorable and really helped me out in my game. Yeah. Do you think you made the right? Yeah. Do you think you made the right decision from uh, going from minor midget to junior C? Yeah, for sure. I think just playing against twenty-year-olds and even twenty-one-year-olds in that league—it's just a lot more mature, and it kind of gives you a taste of what junior hockey is about. And you know, I definitely think I made the right choice playing junior C that year. Was it intimidating to have that like giant age range too? Yeah, I think so. Like, I also my also was familiar with them, but just like going from playing minor midget where everyone's the same age to junior, where you don't really know everyone and like everyone's in a different point in their life, so it's kind of different. But I got I adjusted to it. I think. And then, what was that season like? Obviously, you talked about the run, but you're like that team was expected to win every game, like no matter what. Yeah. And- I'd say we were like we could probably compete with most junior B teams like a lot of the players on that team came down from junior B or junior A and yeah like some games we were just it was a like blowout but once we got into the playoffs I think it was a little more competitive so that was good like I don't know like there's a lot of games some teams are weak so it's kind of kind of a waste to be able to be playing like and winning like 10 14 nothing like it was kind of oh well but you know going into the playoffs it was definitely a different type of hockey for sure and kind of run us through the schmaltz cup you said earlier like what was your like obviously it's a big big game how was your mindset and like how was like the atmosphere like playing in like the rinks and stuff and i'm sure you yeah, built quite the fan base too <laughs> yeah Air was uh Air really likes their hockey. They packed the packed that rink every game for the playoffs, so it was definitely fun to play in. And you know, you you see how passionate the older guys were about winning it, and they already won it the last year, so kind of made it easy to play for me, like just to do it for the older guys when I was a sixteen-year-old. Obviously, I'm assuming you wanted to make Flint right off the bat next season. And you got a little bit of a taste, but what made you decide to go to the OJ? And obviously you played for Wellington, which is one of the best, probably the best OJ team that you can play for. But yeah. what was that decision like versus maybe playing local? Yeah, so I think, you know, I definitely had playing in Flint my second year of junior in my head in the summer, and I think I worked for it. And I, you know, I thought I earned it, but, you know, some things just don't work out and, Wellington uh, messaged me. I think that was the only team from the OJ that messaged me, and I just wanted to play at the highest level I could. So I uh, went to Wellington and played there, and, yeah, it was good hockey, and it's about as best as you can get compared to the OHL. So I think that was what was best for me. Do you think it had a big impact on your career too of, like, in in terms of getting you to the next level and being a better player? Yeah, I think, you know, I could have played junior B, but I just felt like, you know, I had the OHL in my head and that's what I wanted to do or even, you know, 
playing in the OJ gives you a chance at a NCAA route. So kind of just wanted to do whatever I could advance my career as far as I can. Yeah. So was like NCAA like ever in like kind of your, your mindset at all? Like, did you ever think of playing there? Yeah. Yeah. I think going into Wellington, I kind of opened my mind to playing NCAA. Like before I was always OHL, but after getting turned down by Flint that second year, I think I kind of opened up and to playing in the NCAA and, you know, there was some interest, but ended up Flint came calling around at like, I think it was December that they wanted to sign me. So I just, you know, decided to go the OHL route. Yeah. What was that like? Like when Flint came calling and wanted to sign me, I think there was a lot of discussion with my parents on what to do, like, because I could have gone NCAA, but, you know, I didn't have any, like, kind of full commitments yet or, like, any actual talks with teams. So it was kind of, you know, it it was a lot of discussions and it was a tough decision, but I think going the OHL route, I think it really helped me out right now. And I think I made the right decision. And then how, how lucky do you, like, I, I'm not super into OJ or anything, but I know like Oakville and Wellington are the two, two top organizations in the OJ. Like there's a big difference between them and the bottom ones. Yeah. Ready to play in the top two OJ teams. Yeah. So Wellington was a great organization. That town, it's like a town of like 1500, like really small town, but you know, everyone there goes to the Hawk Dukes games at, Friday night so the arena was really nice and then they had a lot of fans so it's a great organization to play for and I was happy to play there to start my second year of the junior now after that you finally got your first kind of run in uh at Flint what was that uh what was that like that whole situation yeah it was definitely a good experience to kind of play a couple games that second year and then be there full-time the third year just to get some you know, experience in that league and just to know what to expect for my, for the summer training and for the the next upcoming year. Obviously you were a bit of an older rookie, but did you really feel prepared to play in the O? Obviously you had 42 points. Did you feel really ready? Like you, yeah, I felt like I could have played there my second year. I thought, I thought I earned it. I thought I deserved it, but you know, I kind of just used that as a lot of motivation going into the next summer, just to, kind of show everyone that I'm I can play in that league and fit in in that league and I think that's what really helped me I didn't really go into that season feeling like a rookie like I was just comfortable with the guys and I wasn't scared to you know play against you know the big names in that league and whatnot so that definitely helped and just being on a, a you know a lesser like Flint team we weren't very good so kind of got a lot of ice time and opportunities and I think I ran with it. So playing in Flint, like how did that like, like did you like stay up there or did you like drive like majority of the time? Um, I think when I got called up, it was over the Christmas break. They had a road trip. So oh. like they played Sioux, Saginaw. And I think I played a game in Guelph, I'm pretty sure okay. as well. So I, kind of just went on a road trip with the team and what what's it like we, we talked to lennox we, we tristan lennox and we're doing our golf video with him coming soon and 
he talked about there's a big difference and obviously you can speak to this and playing for flint and guelph and living in the states it's a bit different you're not going out in the middle of the night and you need to kind of be a bit uh, i don't a safer kind of in that way and what was it like actually living in flint yeah i think it's like it's just a lot it's a lot of an adjustment coming from canada and you know living in the states and whatnot and living in flint which is known as not like the safest or nicest city in america so but i think you know the team really like protected us and tell like told us like you can't go in some areas or whatnot and just kind of you know if you're going somewhere you're either going to the gym or hanging out at a billet's house or going to a restaurant so it's kind of there's not much trouble to get into there when you're uh you know a 19 year old the drinking the drinking age is 21 so no one really on our team was of age to begin with so wasn't really kind of something to be scared of scared of in that city yeah fair enough was there any like culture shock a little bit like yeah <laughs> it's like American, like i guess like the life yeah like yeah america's definitely a lot different than canada and there's kind of a culture shock especially you know flint's known as like a poorer city and whatnot so it's kind of different coming from cambridge waterloo area yeah what was the fans like in flint uh we got decent fans i think you know this year they got a, they got much more fans because they were actually competitive but we still had a bit of fans, which was all right. It's a smaller rank to begin with. Now, what was your, like, we, we've asked this to almost every OHL player we've had on and uh, even the bigger players as well, but what was your OHL moment, like the welcome to the OHL? Or like the first time you might have felt like, okay, this is, this is more of a big deal now? I think my uh, first year in Flint, my first full season we uh i scored my first goal and then in the sioux and then i scored again in north or against north bay and then we i think we played kitchener on a sunday and i i got the like game time goal with i think i don't know like less than 10 minutes left and that was definitely a exciting moment for me and made me feel like you know i can actually be a like a consistent point producer in this league and kind of you know be one of the top guys on a team potentially so sure. that was big for me. Probably a huge relief too, right? Like putting all the work. Yeah, yeah, for sure. What was the first game in Kitchener like? Yeah, I think playing Kitchener is probably the best to play. Being from there and now playing for Guelph, they have a big rivalry against them. So those games are fun. But yeah, the first game was kind of crazy. Like all my family and friends are there. And it was just surreal, you know, going to games as a kid and then you know, watching the guys on the ice and then actually being one of them. Yeah. Then awesome. you got to that trade. You got traded from Flint. Um, and you eventually went to Guelph. What was what was it like to come back home in, in that sense? And did you have good feelings or mixed feelings about it? <laughs> no mixed feelings. I was really happy to <laughs> be playing in Guelph, I think. You also Guelph's got, a great city. Yeah, and you got Pardon? to play. Uh, we had a... You know, episode uh, three guests and six guests, Ben McFarlane and Cooper Walker. Yeah. Yeah, you got to play with those guys too. I bet that was a fun experience as well. Yeah, they're good guys. They're good guys. They're funny. Yeah, so just 
Guelph, I mean, going from Flint to three hours away to being like 20 minutes away was just a huge relief and makes it a lot easier playing. And so what was the, did you expect to get traded? Where did you think you were going to get traded or was it unexpected? And like, what was, what was the moment where you got traded? Yeah. Where, where were you? I, I kind of asked for a trade. I was working on a trade throughout the summer with my agent and just, I don't think it was ever really Guelph was in the picture until they just stepped up and wanted to make the trades. But yeah, I think it was just, I wanted to get a better opportunity, play like top minutes. Cause I knew Flint was going to be uh, one of the top teams next year. And I thought I needed to get more exposure and play on a, you know, a team that needed an older guy needed more depth. So that's what I wanted to kind of find a team that could fit that. Yeah, I'm sure your family was pretty happy too coming home. Yeah, yeah, they were really happy. They come to pretty much every game with in Guelph, so they're really happy with it too. Now, kind of wrapping it up a little bit. What, uh, but what do you see next? So you're you're an older guy in the league, and uh, are you thinking more of a pro, or have you thought of Europe crossed your mind, or even school? Yeah, I think. I'll, I'm going into my overage season in the OHL, so I think that's kind of my last year to kind of really prove myself and, you know, hoping to earn a pro contract, whether that be a, you know, NHL entry level or a AHL contract. I think that's definitely in the back of my mind, and I think that's what I want to work towards. I think going to school is kind of a second option. I want to kind of pursue a pro career and then, probably go to school afterwards that but, but yeah i think just working towards a pro contract for sure what's the season looking like for you guys like it, is it delayed or like do you have like a certain date like when to get back with like in programs and camps um, and stuff kind of it's all up in the air right now i think the chl commissioner kind of made a statement saying that you know they plan on playing in the next season but whether that be a delayed season or which I kind of uh, assume it will be. I don't think they'll be able to necessarily start training camps on time. So I'm not sure. It's all up in the air. Yeah, that's awesome. And we definitely wish you the best of luck in your OA season. We're all rooting for you on the Charged Up show. And thank you so much.